Welcome to another episode of the Unpinned Podcast. I am the host, Pinterest manager, and content creator, Fenley, and I can't wait to share everything with you today. So let's get started. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Unpinned Podcast. I have a very interesting topic to talk about today, and it's going to be a lot of information coming at you this is going to be very information filled so if you need to write down notes i would suggest you grab your pen and paper now and take down all the notes that you need to take because i will be talking about shopping on pinterest and the reason why i am actually talking about this topic specifically is because i have been getting approached by a lot of um, colleagues or people about not only their service-based uh, offers that they have but product-based um, items that they would like to market on Pinterest so if you are in retail or if you have actual products that you would like to sell this one's for you uh, because again I have been asked about what about selling products on Pinterest like what does that look like so I'm going to take a dive in today. So again, if you are in retail, this one's for you. You're going to get all the advice on how you need to start and how to shop and why you need to be on it. So that's always the common question, right? Why be on Pinterest with my shop? Here's why. And I have compiled all of the information here. So this is a lot of information I am uh, sifting through. So first off, let's talk about the statistics. Statistically speaking, pinners who shop on Pinterest are actually more than likely to spend two times more per month than other sh shoppers on other platforms. And what that basically means is if a pinner finds something they love, they will buy it right on the spot and you do you all know people who are on pinterest are planners they're planning for the future and if there's something like some you know bride that is planning her wedding and she wants a certain centerpiece um and you sell that certain centerpiece you can most likely guarantee you're most likely going to make that sale the other part about the shopping experience for pinners on Pinterest is that they are looking for brands that they can stick with and 64% of the shoppers have stated that Pinterest is where they go to find a product or service that they can trust. So since pinners are actively seeking out brands that they trust, Pinterest has actually made it super easy for you because you can actually apply for something called the Verified Merchant Program, which I'm going to talk about a little later in this podcast, and I'm going to cover it. But once you are approved, you will be having that nice little verified badge on your profile. And I feel like it really does help with giving that shopper the peace of mind as they are shopping because it gives them that sense of security that, okay, you're not some sort of scam. You're actually a legit company company or business that is really trying to sell a quality product. The other part about it is that people on Pinterest are 66% more likely to be open to new brands while they are shopping. So 97% are already searching for 
are making unbranded searches and 66% are more likely to be open to the new brands while they are shopping as well. So if they do find a brand they like, guess what? You're more likely to gain a more loyal customer and you're 16% more likely to make that sale every time, if that makes sense. Because, you know, customer loyalty, if you're building trust with a brand and your customer, your customer is going to be a repeated customer and they're always going to want to come back and buy more of your stuff. So make sure your stuff is good, right? <laughs> Just a side joke. Sorry, that was probably a bad joke. But anyway, the other reason why be on Pinterest is because it Pinterest has really made it easy for businesses to set up their shop on their platform. So what that means is that they have features such as catalogs that allow you to turn your entire products or list of products into product pins all at once. And I mean, to me, that that makes it so easy, right? Because you don't have to spend all this time trying to convert all your products into pins, download it, put it up and all this other stuff it's being automatically done for you. And I feel like that is a super cool feature for Pinterest to offer to their small businesses or business owners or people who wanna sell their items. They also have Pinterest tags. And what that does is it assists in tracking and com conversions and it also helps with optimizing ads so you can have a more successful shopping campaign and even retarget with much more ease if you install this feature on your website so if you are convinced by now then you are probably wondering how do i get started so of course getting started like anything else you have to set up your shop you are in luck if you have a Shopify website because of the fact that Pinterest has an integration with them. So Pinterest will automatically add your catalog, set up your Pinterest tags, and even get the shop tab on your Pinterest profile. And it's all just in a few clicks. So they made it really easy. Pinterest also has um, a list of other shopping integrations or e-commerce sites that they are working with or currently support. So just to name a few others, there's GoData Feed, Feedonomics, Products Up, and there's a couple more that I can't remember off the top of my head, but I am providing you with the link in this podcast description that you can go ahead and check out. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna name it and label it so that way you know which one is which but you're gonna find it and this is a really good business article to read over as well especially if you are thinking about getting started with catalogs and you're trying to figure out if it is a really a good fit but for now I am going off of the legit you know decision or the legit um, oh my god what is the word I'm going off of the basis that you have decided that catalogs are going to be the way that you want to market yourself on Pinterest. I mean, there are other ways to market your products on Pinterest. There's no doubt about it. And um, there, I mean, there are, like I said, there are other ways to do it. But because of the fact that I am going through this entire motion of catalogs and this is the way to do it or the easiest and most effective way to do it. I am going with that notion. So if you want to check out the link in this podcast description, I'll be providing it. 
and it, it will really help you with your decision. Um, if you don't have any of the e-commerce integrations listed, then you will need to do the following manually. So you will need to start by setting up your catalog. And the way that you can do that is that on your Pinterest business profile account, there is a uh, ads tab. And under that ads tab, there is a catalog option. And you can click on that and it'll bring you to a page. Make sure you fill out all of the information they are requesting on this page. And once you have uploaded your catalog, you will be able to get a shop tab on your Pinterest profile, which will definitely make it easier for shoppers to find your products. And you can even upload multiple feeds at once and control which products show up in different markets. So. The other greatest feature that they are going to be having coming to the catalog very, very soon is called Pinterest API for shopping. And what this does is that it actually automates your catalog updates and uploads. So for example, if something goes out of stock, it will be reflected on Pinterest and there's nothing more for you to do. Of course, except get more of that product in stock so you can sell more. But it really does make the whole entire process faster and easier to reach more shoppers on Pinterest as well, especially because of the fact that when you have a certain item that is on sale and you change the pricing or however you want to do it, it automatically reflects on the product pins. So it really does make the entire shopping experience much easier. They're getting pretty much live updates and I believe it's a 24 hour cycle that it's being updated from what I from what I read. So again, it's still pretty fairly accurate. Um, I really, really hate when I'm shopping somewhere and I click on the product and then I find out that it's a different price from the price that it was listed when I initially clicked on it. Uh, that's always a bummer for me. So this is the reason why I feel like this is such a super important feature to have. Um, categorizing your product into groups. So you will be able to name your product based on the filters that you select. The best example that I can give you is that if you are a business that sells a type of clothing like a t-shirt, you would then of course select the product type as t-shirts. And then you can pair it with a custom label like best sellers, like if that's like your best seller t-shirt. Then of course the name of your product group will be best seller t-shirts. Pinners on Pinterest will be able to see the group name, so make sure you name them properly, okay? Also, note that you can edit the product groups that you have manually created, but you cannot edit the auto-created product groups by um, created by Pinterest on your behalf. And what that basically means is that, let's say if you are using an e-commerce and you are uploading um, your product catalog from that integration, you are more than likely unable to edit. And of course, if you're unable to edit, you're unable to delete them as well. There is a way to delete it, but I'm not going to go into it right now because I feel like it's not um, too important. But there is the Pinterest help or the Pinterest help center where you can type in your question and you can ask how you can delete it. It has something to do with the um, being an admin and being able to delete that. But with Pinterest, because they, I guess they are considered the admin, you would probably have to go through Pinterest in order to delete the auto-created groups. So with that in mind, 
if you are any of those people that are using integrations and getting your catalog automatically generated for you, then you can probably skip along a little ahead because, you know, this isn't really for you. But if you are doing it manually, stick with me right now because I'm going to go over um, how you can do it and what the options are. So you are able to group similar products by category, product types, brand, pricing, gender, um, item, IDs, or by a custom label. You always want to make sure that the product groups that you create will also be in your data source, which is coming from your site or the URL that you provided. This is the reason why it's important. Say you create a product group using a gender filter. That product group will have a product count of zero if the filter you apply, which is gender, to a product group that is not sent in the data source. In case you are unfamiliar with this term of data source, it is basically a file with a list of your products and their corresponding attributes that are structured in a specific way. And it is processed, um, of course, daily by Pinterest to create the pins from your products. So, so sorry, my dog is like itching himself. And he stops. So the, the entire... The entire thing about what I mentioned about, you know, Pinterest API shopping coming through and everything like that, this is going to be a, a huge important component into ensuring the success of the Pinterest API and being able to have that constant accurate update, okay? Um, feature your products. This is probably going to be like the shortest uh, subtopic that I'm going to be covering. If you are familiar with selling on Etsy or even shopping on the Etsy platform, then you know, you pretty much know this concept because it is very, very similar. You will be able to select products to feature on your Pinterest business profile and in your shop tab. And the way that you do that is of course, you go to your shop tab, you find the product, and then there's a star that you can click on next to the product name. And these products will be shown in the first row of your shop tab or they would be featured in your shop tab, if that makes sense. So, you know, again, if you've ever shopped on Etsy, it's the same kind of concept. That is basically what it's gonna look like if you ever feature your products on Pinterest. The second main component, or third, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how many you wanna count it as, but this is a third important component. And it's all about getting your Pinterest tag. And as I mentioned before, the adding the Pinterest tag to your site is going to help you measure that conversion and be able to optimize ads for your shopping campaigns and your retargeting. And I'm going to be dropping the link of the instructions on how to install the Pinterest tag. And the reason why I'm doing that and I'm not going to cover it right now is because everybody has a different kind of website, whether it's e-commerce or a regular website, Squarespace, whatever you want to call it there are different instructions for installing the Pinterest tag for a different kind of website. So I'm only providing you the link so that way you can go ahead and check it out for yourself on how you can get it done uh, for your specific website, okay? There might be a code that you have to copy and paste or you might not have to do anything at all. Um, it just really depends, again, on your website platform. The Pinterest tags will help in building your audience and of course assist you in becoming a verified merchant. 
and you can probably imagine what I'm going to talk about next, which is the verified merchant program. Okay, so if shopping from trusted brands is what pinners are seeking, then of course you want to oblige them, right? So this program is something that Pinterest created so that it would help build that relationship between the shopper and the merchant or the business owner, seller, however you want to call them um, or identify them. They created it so that it would give that kind of trust or relationship between shopper and seller. So it is a program that is completely free to join and you get several perks from it. I do not deviate or I do not tell anybody not to join this program because I really don't see the downside to it. I do know at one point though, the Verified Merchant program was not available to the small people. It really was not. It was only available to the bigger head honcho companies, like the huge retailers and stuff. And I do know that they still have a some kind of ranking of some sort going on because I do see some with the red um, verified merchant badge check mark. And then I see some with the blue. So I feel like the ones with the blue are the lower end ones. And then the ones with the red check mark are the higher end ones. Unless they change the color. That is the last colors I saw. But there is like this big difference between the two. And for the longest time, only the big names in retail were actually able to use the verified merchants and get those the get the catalogs and all of the advantages to having a catalog it, so i'm really glad that they actually decided to open it up to you know uh the smaller people because not a lot of people could qualify as a verified merchant and get the catalogs and everything it was it was kind of it was re really hard back then uh and by back then, I just mean like a couple years back, so it's not that far back. But anyway, sorry, my, my over-dramatization on it. But um, not only do you get that verified merchant badge on your profile, you get several other perks. You get, um, you get the opportunity to be able to have your products uh, show up within the shopping experience to make your products more accessible by putting them in front of the right people. And what that basically means is that, let's just say, like I said before, you're, you're a t-shirt company, you're selling t-shirts, and let's just say somebody is searching for a black t-shirt in particular. So you're gonna be able to show up in similar categories or in that same search result when they are searching for that certain item, which is the black shirt. and of course, you either sell black shirts or you sell similar black colored shirts. It could be black colored shirts with prints on them or not prints on them. Um, because of course, the person who's searching for it, like most shoppers, they tend to use more general words. So just black t-shirt may or may not get them what they're looking for, but it gives you the opportunity to show up in front of them because hey, you also sell black t-shirts, right? Um, I will be dropping the link for 
uh, signing up for the Verified Merchant Program. It's going to be in the podcast description, so be sure to check it out if you want to see if it's really a good fit for you or not. Totally up to you. All right. So running an ad campaign. I don't normally condone doing ads on Pinterest right out the gate, but with product pins, they do tend to have the overhead advantage because they are appealing in a sense that the entire game is the attraction of getting people interested and just buying things on the spot. It's not like they have to read something or they have to do a project or anything like that. It's something that they can do right then and there. It's a present moment actionable thing that they can do. So I'm just going to go ahead and get into the kind of ads that they have available and kind of give you an explanation on what it is that they do. So there are two ways that you can promote your product groups through the catalog. And one of them is shopping ads. So shopping ads is basically a single image ad that promotes a product that is relevant to a pinner's interest. So what does that mean? It means that you are able, of course, to use a single product image and it will promote that one product and it will target pinners who have a similar interest or an interest in that product. And this is probably the most common ad that you will see, especially from the big name companies in retail. They tend to use these ads a lot. Um, I think it's I think it's the most basic thing that you can use as an ad. The other way is through personalized collection ads. And what that basically is, is it's a multi-image ad that displays a lifestyle image of your choice, followed by a group of products that is relevant to the pinner's interest. So on top of, um, I mean, on top of using either one, I just want to put this out there. On top of using either one, you also have an additional ad tool you can use, which is called dynamic retargeting. And what this does is that it actually targets people on Pinterest who have already interacted or visited your website or have items sitting in their shopping cart. Um, and th that is basically it. That, that's what it does. It just targets those specific kinds of people that have already, or it's basically just targeting people that have already engaged with your stuff. So it's more, it's more like either that push over to actually get them to commit to buying, or it's just that little push to say, Hey, I know you like my stuff. Check out all the other stuff I got, um, <laughs> kind of deal. And a lot of people are actually a lot of people get confused about the multi-image thing and I totally get it. So just think about when you see an Instagram ad that has multiple slides or you see an Instagram that has multiple slides. It's basically kind of the same concept. Okay. So one of the great things I love about Pinterest ads is that if you were to update a product image, you will see the changes reflect on those ads in a couple of days. To me, that's a huge thing. It's, it's really helpful because instead of having to cancel your entire ad campaign just to change the picture, you will actually be able to update it and not have to worry about canceling the ad or losing any traction or time from having to cancel it and then redo it again. 
Um, and I feel like it's especially great in situations where you get better looking pictures or if you're updating of a product because of a sale. So the strategy, this is like the biggest thing, right? So my main suggestion would be to run a shopping ad on the smallest budget possible over the maximum length of time possible. What that means is that Pinterest always has a minimum maximum, but I want you to run your minimum budget that you would run on an ad over a maximum amount of time. If you can run it for at least a month long, that is really great because I believe that there is some activity towards the ending of the month versus the beginning, or you may see some activity going more at the beginning of the month versus the ending, and then you can know exactly when to target your ad campaigns, whether it's the middle of the month, beginning, ending, you know the drill. You understand where I'm getting with this. The reason I say about the smallest budget possible at first is because I want you to be able to dip your toes into this, right? I want you to be able to gain insight, especially if this is your first ad that you're running. I want you to be able to build the audience that you're looking for and be able to retarget them when you run another ad or if you do a dynamic retargeting option. I also don't want you to niche down your audience unless you've been in business for so long that you know exactly who your customers are. I don't want you to limit your market. When I say you have to know your customers, that means you will know their interests, their age, their demographic, their income, where they are currently looking, how to get in front of them and, and everything in between. So if you are unsure about your strategy on your ad campaign, please feel free to reach out to me. I am more than happy to help you do that. I always feel like when it comes to doing any kind of strategy, there is no one size fit all. You really need to be able to analyze and review and restructure and figure out what your game plan is. And if you need help with that, book a call with me. I'm more than happy to help you. Other than that, I will be dropping the instructions on how to set up ads for yourself. It's a step-by-step -step thing and it's going to be in the podcast description. One last thing I want to mention before I have to sign off is that there is a bonus feature that is going to be released soon. It's currently in beta testing. It's going to be released in the U.S. first and then in other countries, but they're calling it Your Shop. It is a place for pinners to basically browse, shop, and buy, but it's tailored to their individual taste of the pinner themselves. So it's basically they're a shop that's built entirely for them, and this is going to be a huge game changer in terms of the entire shopping experience as well as the business experience who market um, experiences for businesses who market themselves on Pinterest. If you really think about it, this is really going to give you another opportunity to get in front of the people who are interested in your product. So th really think about the opportunities that Pinterest has to offer for your retail because again, it is such a visual and inspiring environment and it does provide a unique shopping experience and that's probably the reason why pinners or users on there come again and again and they, they spend two times more than they would on, on, on any other platform. If you want to see the full video introduction on this new feature called Your Shop, you can actually check it out. I'm going to drop the link in the podcast description. Again, um, it was from Pinterest Presents, and you can skip around. I believe they chopped it up in chapters, so it's more digestible. You can skip around to the part where you want to go to. Whew. I am so glad I was able to cover everything before my half an hour mark. I am so happy. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around and listening to me um, rant and rave about shopping on Pinterest. I hope that this information was helpful to you. If it was, please feel free to 
you know, donate or if you're interested in running your own ad on my podcast, please feel free to reach out. If you have any questions, again, reach out to me. I would be more than happy to help you. And thank you so much again for listening. And this is Fenley, your Pinterest manager, signing off. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know you learned something, so share it with others. And if you would like to connect with me through social media, all of my links are in the description below where you can also sign up for my newsletter. You can even message me with all of your questions. I'm always here if you need me. So until next time, keep pinning.